This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? I hope you guys are doing well. I am caffeinating. I have a big ass oat milk iced coffee next to me. It's actually delicious. Still going strong with my oat milk. Okay, I feel like this is going to be a very deep and passionate relationship that we have started. So, anywho, um, I hope you guys are doing well. I'm so excited to be here with you today and I know you guys are just like okay shut the fuck up we want the updates we don't care about your oat milk coffee so listen and if you're like what the fuck is she talking about so basically I've been taking you guys on my escapades my sexcapades I'm just kidding my escapades on Instagram and you guys have been loving it and I love it I love fucking sharing everything with you guys and if I could if I could, I would share everything with you, okay? Literally, I don't know why it feels so natural for me to just, like, want to share everything. It's so funny, though, because, like, listen, I'm a Scorpio moon, okay? Okay, you know what that means? Just that I'm, like, a fucking sneak, not sneaky, I don't like that word, but just, like, there's so many things that I will not share, you know? And I know everybody says that, but for some reason, like sharing all this like dating stuff, like it just, it feels so natural. And I think it's just because you guys get me and we just have so much fun talking in the DMs. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, I know you guys want the updates. I know you guys want the juice and listen, I'm going to give you a little something, but I'm also going to make you work for it. And I'm also going to make you wait for it because I can't listen. I can't share everything. I can't like literally can't because I don't want to scare these men away. And it's also like, I have to be respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, not everybody's choosing to put their life on the internet, surprisingly, you know? So I've been trying to think about like, so what the fuck am I even going to say in this update? Like, I don't know what to say other than I had a great time this weekend and I went to DC because of, uh, I went to DC to see a man who invited me and we met in Miami a little bit ago, actually like a month or two ago we met we met in Miami we met out in the wild you guys were asking me where I met these men <laughs> that I was speaking about this weekend and I met them both um not on a dating app which like there's nothing wrong with that I've met plenty of people on the date on the apps and like I love the apps anyway so yeah I met this guy we really vibed and he doesn't live in Miami which I love I love me some distance just because of who I am as a human you know I don't know what that says about me but I love that not that I love it but I'm just saying like I'm totally fine with it I think it's so fun to like I don't know be like traveling and whatever anyway so we yeah he invited me to DC for some dinner dates and that's what we did and it was so fun and I honestly like don't want to talk about him that much because I know he's a like I obviously don't know him that well yet but I from what I do know he's like a very private person and I don't want to scare him away by like talking about him you know all I will say is that he is an 
absolute gentleman to the point where I'm like, holy fuck, like my standards have been on the floor. Like, oh, that if you guys can hear the door, that's my Uber Eats that just arrived. And they're probably like, why is this girl talking to herself? Okay, anyway, so yeah, he is an absolute gentleman and we had the best time and that's it on that I just like okay listen I want to share so much with you I want to share everything with you if I could but it's just it I don't want to fuck anything up okay so let's just say I had a great time this weekend and I'm talking to a few people in my life right now and I think that's totally fine because I'm a single woman and why not like you know, I don't, I mean, that's just how I feel. And I think that as long as you're being honest, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And if you're single, like explore, explore your options, get to know people. And if it just so happens that a few great people come to your life at the same time, then you just kind of got to like see what happens. Right. So that's where I'm at. And so it's like, I want to, So there might be someone in, okay, I'm just going to stop there and um, tell you guys that I will bring you on any other updates and any other upcoming trips, any other anything. I will uh, will keep you guys updated. This is all just like very new and I want to be respectful and like ease my way into sharing (laughs) the ins and outs of my dating life, okay? What I will say though let's just end it with, I, I think dating is so fun because you really get to see like what you like and what you don't like and the things that maybe you didn't know you liked or that you didn't know you actually wanted in a relationship, you know? And I think so much of it is literally research. Like, especially when you're talking to a few people at once or more than one person or even just one person, but like, especially when you have multiple people involved, like it's really cool to be like, oh, like that's interesting. I like that. And I also like that. And then I don't like that. Like it's, I don't know. It's like, you really do get to know yourself a lot and um, it's really fun. And I think I'm having extra fun right now because I like haven't really dated that much to be honest like I've only fooled around a lot you know but I've never really like dated that much and so this is all very new territory for me and so that's why I'm having a a very good time and I think I'm in a good place in my life to like be open to people and stuff you know what I'm saying so anyway okay that's enough for the update I'll keep you guys updated I promise I really will this is just new and I'm figuring out how I want to talk about this okay so follow me on IG because I will be posting a lot more updates on my stories I have so much fucking fun with you guys on the stories so let's get into this episode with the beautiful Yumi Yumi is literally the sweetest angel she is a creative strategist she is a content creator she's an entrepreneur she's literally just an all-around badass human she has her own social media agency she works with amazing brands what's so cool about yumi and why i wanted to have her on the podcast is because she is an influencer and a content creator but she also works on the other side where she works with brands in influencer marketing and content creation and helping them with their social media strategy etc so it's very it was very very cool to get her perspective on so many different things whether it was you know how to grow on instagram how to grow on different platforms how to tell a story because ultimately whether you're a brand or you're an influencer or whatever you're doing online you're telling a story 
I think so much of branding is storytelling and that is how people fall in love with you is when you're telling people a story and there's so many different ways to do that and so I loved our conversation so much she lives in New York City and we just like we just had the best time talking and I think you guys are really 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 going to love this conversation so without further ado let's get into this conversation with Yumi okay oh my gosh hi hello welcome to the podcast (laughs) thank you for having me (laughs) of course how are we doing today good other than the little technical difficulty earlier i think we're rolling always (laughs) i hate technology wait so you're in new york right now right Mm -hmm. i am and how long have you been in new york city this is like my seventh year now seventh year yeah oh my gosh do you love it like do you think you'll stay there forever I do love it um I think I'll definitely be here probably for another next mm, three to five years I don't know about forever oh my gosh that just feels like intimidating <laughs> yeah I know I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow so when people ask me like oh my god what's like your five-year plan mm-hmm. I'm like I can't even tell you what I'm gonna have for dinner exactly. like I truly have no idea Okay, so I want to jump right into it. Yeah. So you are a creative consultant, and I want to know, what, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, every day is very different. Um, yeah. So I basically work with um, brands on social media marketing, social media management, as well as event planning and influencer marketing. Um, so every day, like... I do a lot of planning with my team. Um, Sometimes I'm at photo shoots for my client when they need content, and sometimes back in the office answering emails. Um, And so every day, honestly, like there's not like a, there is like a routine in terms of like, like I have like a certain amount of work hours, but in terms of like the actual like content of my work really varies day to day, yeah. What I think is so cool is that you work on both sides, right? Cause like you work with brands but you're also an influencer content creator yourself. So what it, I mean, how do you shift from, get, like you have to shift gears all the time. Like how do you know what time you're dedicating to your stuff? Like are you prioritizing one over the other? Like what mm-hmm. does that kind of look like right now? Definitely. So I'll say my primary job, <laughs> quote unquote, it's um, I do the social media, like my own social media marketing agency. So where I work with right. brands, um, on more like back-end stuff in terms of a lot of planning and execution and then I'll say like in terms of my own page or my own social channel is really more so like a hobby right now so I, I don't really have I'll say like um I definitely check still every day because I think it's fun also to know what my community is doing um because mm-hmm. I do also work with, work with a lot of like influencer friends and creative people in the industry so I think having my own page really allows me to be like stay um, stay in the loop and know what everyone's up to but I'll say majority of my we all probably dedicate at least 70 percent to my back-end job which is my consulting job so I love that and you know I think being I would love to hear your thoughts on this because yeah. I think being being an influencer right now or a content creator whatever you want to call that um, I think it is so tied to storytelling, mm-hmm. right? Just as branding is and having a brand. And I would just love to hear your thoughts about this and how you really, like, what would you say to somebody who is wanting to start their own brand or maybe their maybe their brand is themselves um, and they're trying to tell a story? Like, what do you see 
people or brands doing right in that arena? Yeah, I think I would say, especially when starting out, you know, there's so there's so many things are happening and yeah at the end of the day like what makes a brand and also if you're like an influencer a content creator what makes you different is sharing things that are like uniquely to you like every brand they have their own story right and Mm -hmm. instead of like looking at another brand and like um i think especially starting off i think really have confidence in you and sort of like narrows down what you know the best because you're already an expert in your field and ultimately you're sharing things that you're naturally passionate about so i think really goes down to um just like kind of like following your intuition and i would i i'm a big believer in like writing (laughs) writing ideas down on paper so i think as a especially even when i'm like helping with like a lot of startup brands right we sort of i have our brainstorming session writing down what what is the brand's like core dna and sort of like go from there what does that look like like you're you know what does that look like when you're brainstorming for something that hasn't even seen the light of day yet like what are you thinking about what you know what are the key components of starting a brand right now well starting a brand well i mainly work on the um social media pillar so yeah let's let's focus on social media yeah yeah (laughs) so social media pillar let's say i think a lot of times i work with a brand very intensely about what type of story they want to share so let's say i work a lot with slow fashion brand right so their mission is to about sustainability reducing waste and also finding different ways to purpose um uh, extra fabrics and so forth right so from there understanding like the brand's mission and story telling and how what type of like content what type of storytelling that will work best in the social media channel to help brand generate that awareness and um spread that message across you know to a large group of people so i think it really comes down to a lot of communication with the brand really understanding um the brand cna and also their long-term goal and mission and then i plan out like the key content pillars and the storytelling calendar from there I love that and I love that you that you said thinking about where their audience is going to be most active too right in a way because I think it can be very enticing to just be like okay I'm going to start a page right now and I have to be on YouTube and I have to be on TikTok and I have to be on Instagram and I have to be on this and I have to be and, and it's like yeah you know you can if you want to but I think it's also there's so much value in thinking about who's your who's your main person like who is your dream customer who is your dream follower who is that dream person dream them up like with so much detail and think about where they are most active is that on tiktok are they on are they scrolling on tiktok all day okay then let's focus more on that like i think it's there's a lot of value in i think like stop pause and think right and that's kind of like what i've been doing a lot lately is just like really thinking about like okay not just like creating content for creating content like really thinking about like what am I trying to share today what am I trying to share with this reel what am I trying to share with this TikTok like actually taking a second and thinking about it because I think that I I mean I think it just it's it can be a lot more meaningful than just I no I think there's value in taking a second and making the content a little bit more meaningful and I think it's important yeah I think it's important to see where your dream person where they're most active right so on the same on the flip side what are things that you you know since you see both sides you see a lot of both sides you see the influencer side but you also see it from the brand side what are things that you see influencers and content creators doing that you're like like 
you know, let's, like, I wish people did less of this. Like, what are some things that you're just, like, noticing that are either unnecessary or just not as helpful? Um, I think to me, I feel like a lot of times, um, I think, I mean, you know, I'm a social media strategist, a marketer, but I'm also a consumer myself, right? So whenever right. I'm browsing through these social channels and I see like hard selling, it's like a huge turnoff because I... Like, give me an, give me an example. I would say kind of like always pushing this message, like buy now, you need more. Um, this like kind of like impulsive like message. Um, and I think, and I think I always like, I think something that me and my brands always talk about is kind of like we have this like plan where it's we um it's more about like how how can we like build connections with people instead of like always pushing for ads right and I think how to use storytelling um and sharing these relatable content that will actually add value to the customers uh, where you can build this like brand uh, brand credibility um then always um because I will see brands some certain brands are constantly pushing like oh like you you need this or are like kind of like get it now message all the time like aggressive and yeah. it's like very aggressive and I think the same I think that kind of sort of applies to because it's like an ecosystem like these days with like influencers working you know with brands and vice versa I think saying how when it translates over to like influencers um even when influencers are taking on sponsorships, right? I think um, when you have this audience, you have this sense of responsibility and making sure that any kind of brand um, that you decide to work with, you have done enough like research and um, being selective about it. If I, let's see, let's say an influencer, even when I'm working with my clients, right? I'm helping them vet influencers. If I see them posting, let's say all of a sudden their page is about um, beauty and they take on something that's sort of like, let's say like more like fitness focus is not really on brand for them. And that kind of just screams not authentic to me. Um, so I think that kind of like logic being really true to your own identity applies to both influencers and brands. Oh, I love that you said that because I think I don't I mean, I think I'm so used to seeing the sales pitch come from brands, you know, because it's expected they're a brand. They're trying to sell you shit like I get it. Um, So I'm not as turned off, but I'm more turned off when I see it from a content creator that I love that I feel like it's just an unaligned partnership or it feels as though it was just kind of like a oh yeah I'll do it you know what I'm saying like without real intention without a story like I think the content creators that I gravitate towards the most the ones that I trust the most the ones that convert me to actually buy the things that they're selling those are the those are the content creators that have adopted that product and made it be a part of their life somehow You know, whether it's a toothbrush or whether it's a fucking flip-flop, whatever it is. Like, they have made me just want that toothbrush so bad because I see it on their sink every morning and their husband has a joke and they, like, it's just, like, part of their life, right? It's very seamless. They really incorporate it into their um, daily life. Yes, and I think, you know, I think it can be so enticing to take on any opportunity or something but I think I try to think about it more so in the long-term game where it's like I want people to I want people to trust me and people are smart like we are very smart consumers and we are I think people can really you know 
have a have a sense of oh this this was authentic this wasn't authentic this feels like it was aligned this doesn't feel like it was aligned I think people are really smart and I think that if you're really trying to build that beautiful authentic um long-term connection with your audience I think that it's it's definitely something that you have to think about is like is this aligned is my audience gonna like it yes or no period Mm-hmm, you definitely. know no I think that's something that you actually do really well every time I see you talking on uh via stories with your audience you really talk to them like they're your friends like they're your buddies and I feel like you don't really have like this wall I feel like certain influencers <laughs> when I I feel like it's somewhat like almost like scripted in a way but I think for you like this is how you are I have like seen you on zoom you know even on podcasts like (laughs) your personality is always so consistent and I think that like consistency I think that's key and people really get to know like get to know you and you like they know that when they're going to your page what kind of like vibe they can you know can get and um and I think that's something that you do really well and yeah oh thank you (laughs) that's so nice I mean I just I don't know. I really, I don't know how to like, this is going to sound weird, but like, I don't know how to not be like this. Do you oh get what God, I'm saying? I like, love that. That's great. I don't know how to like, I don't know. Like yeah. th- literally this is the way that I speak to anybody yeah. in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so don't get me wrong. When I first started like storing and when I first started doing this thing on Instagram, like I was awkward. Like <laughs> I just, I was so not used to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think we're all just born knowing how to talk to our phones and, like, mm-hmm. share your life with your mm-hmm. phone and with the internet. Like, that's, like, I had to kind of get adjusted. Obviously, now it's been, like, a year over a year. So, like, I feel comfortable now, right? But it definitely took some time to, like, learn how to talk to the camera because I don't think, um, I don't think everyone, like, knows how to do that, which, like, why would they, right? No, I love that you say you don't know. This is just you, you know? And I feel yeah. like it makes your job easier when you can be yourself on a day-to-day basis. You don't have to, oh like, gosh, yes. put on this filter. You can wake up and you just feel good because um end of the day, when you're not being yourself, you're going to wear out, you're going to burn out. So I think being who you are from the core uh, really promotes this, like, longevity for your career and also h- how you find motivation on a day-to-day I love that. Yeah. And it's like we already see so many curated mm-hmm. <laughs> stories, curate. I mean, listen, I curate stuff all the time at work. work we are curating our entire social media experience. Like even the people that you follow that are very real and relatable, like, you know, that hopefully like people think of me that way because that's like I'm like that's how I that that's who I am so like you know what I'm saying so it's like even me who shares a lot and is very open I'm curating what I'm sharing too like I'm not sharing my whole life I know what I'm sharing I know what I'm not sharing right but I think that I definitely wish that more people I don't know just like gave us more of their personality and I think that's why I'm like I really like TikTok right now I'm really enjoying TikTok right now and that's why I like stories like stories on Instagram have always been my favorite part because you can't bullshit me on your story and if you are bullshitting me on your story I'll be able to sniff it out because like you you can tell when someone's just like either just not comfortable their body language even yeah Yeah. and and listen I'm not shading people who aren't comfortable like I said to you I know that takes time to feel comfortable but I'm saying like I think that's why I love TikTok because like you you have to have something more than just like a beautiful photo you know what I'm saying and I think it's it's it can get sort of repetitive you know but anyway I want to hear like what do you think where are we headed in the, in in let's 
let's think about Instagram. Like, what do you think we're going to be seeing more of? Do you think we're just going to be seeing more of the same this year? Like, what are some trends that you're picking up that people are that that people are like, you know, focusing on or brands or like what what do you think? You know, I think especially now, you know, what we have gone through last year, I think people are definitely becoming more open and vulnerable because it's like mm-hmm. life is too short and like end yep. of the day, yep. you don't want to like constantly be worrying about what other people have to think of you. You don't you don't even know what's going to happen yeah. tomorrow. So I think Seriously. we I feel like we all have a purpose here both, you know, as a, you know, as a human and also as, you know, as a brand, I feel like it people like I think people are more open in terms of sharing who they truly are and almost like care less about um like what other people would think in a way and I think um I think especially being also taking part in like really important conversations right I feel like the world in the day it's like humans we're all so connected and I feel like especially going through something so um crazy and devastating I think we we I definitely see more trends in terms of like how can we be more reunited how can people be more open even sharing the ups and downs the ugly so that we can help somebody you know because ultimately when you share um these type of real stories it's like something that people go through on a day-to-day basis it's like an active decision whether or not you want to share on social but I think more Mm -hmm. people understand that um uh the these are the things that actually matters <laughs> end of the day. Um, so I think I'm really hopeful. I feel like brands are learning to be uh, more transparent as well as content creators and standing up for what you believe in. We all have a voice. And I think um, definitely I feel like sometimes with social, when you're browsing through all of these pages and stuff, things can kind of, when you scroll through so many images, they can become kind of like similar, right? I think people are now realizing that and and are are not they i think they're realizing that and they i think people instead of like even like with the curated fees and now i do see people making like forget the aesthetic part right if you want to post something have something to say go for it and i think posts like that always uh, resonates so well with people because you know that it's authentic it's on top of their mind and it's something that speaks from the heart and the truth so I couldn't agree more you know like I think perspective is such a huge thing perspective is such a big thing in my life in general mm-hmm. like I I think what whatever you've been through whatever hardship you've been through obviously we all collectively went through a very weird time and obviously it affected everybody in mm-hmm. a different way and I think leaning to, leaning into perspective and realizing that there's more to life than some of the things that sometimes we get carried away by mm-hmm. and that's okay because we're human but ultimately I would love if Instagram and social media as a whole turned into a place of a lot more vulnerability Definitely. I think vulnerability creates so much connection with people and that's why that's why I started this podcast because mm-hmm. I was like I love to talk obviously can't shut up um <laughs> but I I I I thought to myself like first of all I loved I love this as a medium I love this as a platform I think it's so efficient I love that it allows you to do multiple things at once you know you can listen to me but you can also like take your dog out to poop or whatever like I love that it gives you flexibility but I also when I started on Instagram I knew I knew that I was like I can't just like post photos and feel fulfilled and if 
I by am no means I'm shading anyone who can do that. I'm saying me personally, I feel like the reason why one of the reasons why I have gone through a lot of hardships in my life is so that I can share them. And so I was like, I need to be able to like vocalize these things. Like if I already went through them and I'm like dealing with the repercussions of them, like I want to share. I want to share about it with people because I think that I think vulnerability is really like the driving force to relationships and connections and I think it's very scary to be to be open. I think we're we're always we don't want to like, you know, even me. I there's still all obviously there's so many things I don't talk about, but I'm working my way towards it because I know that I don't know. I know that like you said we all have a voice and I think that it's so beautiful when we can like use it to either inspire somebody or make somebody feel less alone for what they've gone through or whatever it may be you know so on that same note I would love to hear like what would you say to somebody who let's focus on like a content creator so like let's say somebody wants to build a community they want to start they want to look for growth they want to uh, focus on community building online like what are some things that you would recommend I think because there are so many I think like you said people also as a like a like as a user on social media platforms right we're also becoming like smarter because there's so many resources out there so I really believe in finding your niche like one topic or one subject that you really want to talk about Uh, let's say if you want your page to be about um, just making this like about vegan recipes right like can I wait sorry can I interrupt can I interrupt you if you I would okay I'm so excited to hear what you say because I struggle with this so much if you looked at my page, what would you think? What's my niche? What do you say my niche is? I would say, okay, I think it's interesting because <laughs> here's the thing. Actually, I think you do, in a way, it's like an overall thing, like lifestyle. I love that you share. Um, your page is almost like a vlog style where it's very yeah. consistent. Like you literally just go on and talk about whatever is on your mind and you don't just yeah. stick to like just beauty. You talk about, you know, your day-to-day stuff, right? But even... But that's where I struggle. I struggle. Okay, sorry. Finish, <laughs> no, finish. No, no. no I, I don't think you do. I think you're doing fine. I think you're being hard on yourself. I, I think... <laughs> so I hear you, but... I talk about this with so many people yeah. about niches and it, yeah. it's so fascinating to mm-hmm. me because I, I can really pinpoint some people that have like a clear cut mm-hmm. niche and it's like, I know what they're going to give me. I know I can, what I can expect mm-hmm. from them. And like, I feel like I always have this conversation with yeah. people because I'm like, I can't stick, like, I can't just talk about beauty. I can't just talk mm-hmm. about skincare. I can't just talk about fashion. Like right. those are little parts of my life. Like, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've tried. Trust me, I've tried. And I'm like, no, it's not me. It doesn't feel natural to me. Like, I want to be, like, I really just want to be, like, your your friend. Like, that's it. Like, I'm going to show you a little bit of everything. And I think it's harder when you're a little bit broader because I think people have to get to know you first to, like, to like fall in love with you because mm-hmm. since you're giving them so much they're like oh like today she told me about her dog and today like she's hung over and like today <laughs> like she likes that skincare brand like you yeah. know it's like it's a little confusing right so it's like you have to kind of like fall in love with me first before we can like be friends and that's okay but I think it does sometimes take a, a, a little bit longer to like cultivate that audience you know right right and I think like 
I think with niche, it's helpful, especially like setting some sort of like parameter when you're first starting, right? Let's say yes. when you first started a page, you don't know what to post about. You can test out posting, let's say, beauty concept consistently, right? But like you yes. mentioned, I feel like over time, people fall in love with personality and then you're able to kind of broaden and show other aspects of your life, right? Whether it's your dog, your favorite coffee order or whatever that yeah. may be. Um, so I, I, you know, I think some people like certain pages, they want to stick to a certain uh, niche but I have also seen like influencers that I follow as they um, evolve too I know they have brawn like they no longer just post about beauty they post about fashion they post about their recipes so I think yeah. you're totally right in terms of like once they fall in love with you who you are they want to get to know more about you and I think then when you're offering them more like a more well-rounded of your life I think people are very acceptive of it and and they actually enjoy that because they feel like they're they're your friend you know they know so much right. about you so yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think you no, do yeah. a really good job of that. I think just like, it's sort of like almost like when I browse your pages, you know how in the morning sometimes me and a friend will text random stuff, even like silly photos of like, oh, this is my breakfast order kind of thing. I feel like yeah. browsing through your page, I get the same like kind of feel like, hey, this is what Lisa's up to today. Um, no, like, <laughs> lately, I, lately I feel like I've been like so much more open. Sometimes I'm like, okay, am I really posting this? Like the other day I was posting about this guy and then I'm like, oh my God, Lisa, what are you doing? Like, but it's just so fun. And it's like, here's my thing. I was talking to a friend about this right now and I was telling her like, oh, like last night I had a hard night and I was going to post a story about me. I was crying last night. I'm fine. But like, I was just like having a moment, <laughs> right, you know? Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like this would be kind of funny. Like to just like, I had a funny filter on and I was like crying my mascara. I had like two perfect like black lines down my face. And I was like, I feel like this would be really funny to be like, hey guys, like let's like normalize crying. Like I love a good cry, like love to cry, you know? Like, and then I was like, no, I'm not going to post this. I don't want people to think I'm like asking for attention or whatever. And then this morning I'm like, fuck, I should have posted that. Like, it's funny. Like who cares? It's just part of life. And I think for anyone who's listening for if you're like a content creator or not like well actually yeah if you're a content creator and you share your life online if you have those little gut instincts to share something do it because I swear to you every time I have that feeling of like you know what even if it's something stupid like oh I'm, I'm gonna share this random like this random bra that I love or like you know this fucking boob tape I don't know whatever it is like whenever you feel like you have this like gut instinct to share something share it because there's a reason why you're feeling inclined to share it and you Mm -hmm. don't know who could be like benefiting from that and also something that's trippy to think about that I don't think people think about enough is like think about how many people you watch and like you follow that you don't even like talk to you know what I'm saying like that Mm -hmm. like let's say you saw somebody's post and it really made you happy and it really made you feel inspired like you don't always tell the person like oh my god thank you like this was great I needed this like there are so many people that are watching you and being inspired or feeling happy seeing your stuff or feeling motivated seeing your stuff and you don't even know because not everyone's gonna like reach out and tell you right so it's like sometimes you have to think about like you might not get the validation but I I really just firmly feel like if you are sharing things with love and even if it's like something funny, if it's something inspiring, if it's something helpful, if you are sharing it with good intentions and with love, like, I just don't think you can go wrong, you know? And so I'm trying to like, trust myself a little bit more. And I'm, I, I really haven't been dating for a long time in my life until now. And so I'm having a lot of fun. And it's like, Aww. so fun to share it. 
because people love it. Like, it's yeah. so funny. And, like, you know, I, I think that. it's, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah. And so lately I've been like, fuck it, I'm just going to share it, whatever. And so the other day I shared something and then and then a second after I posted it I was like oh my god like I, I need to like calm down and then whatever my I don't know what my point here is but I guess just like I I hope that we see more just like normal mm-hmm. shit you know because ultimately like we're all going through life and we all have we're all we all have all these different feelings and I think if we all shared them a little bit more maybe we wouldn't feel as bad for the feelings that we have sometimes definitely you know? and I think you're totally right in terms of like like not every single follower when they view your stuff they're going to interact with you you just never know what's going you know going on never. and you know um in, in their head um and I think also goes back to like do what you feel like it's the right thing to do even when no one's watching you know because oh, 100% um it just like you have that kind of instinct for a reason and I think you really we really should use it and I feel yes. like a lot of times when we have that gut feeling I would say chances are up a high percentage of the time they're there for like you said for a reason um a reason yes and totally. and I think I remember I think one time I share I think it's like a while ago when I mentioned about like sort of you know just being in your city sort of like this isolation especially when I first moved here and I think um afterwards I remember maybe like um it was like months and months later uh, one of my followers were like, oh, I remember you shared this a while ago. Like, how are you doing now? And I was like, what? Um, I would die. And it's kind of crazy. I feel like that resonated with them, even though they didn't like um, message me directly, but they still remembered See, you it. you never know. And I was like, wow. And you just, you just honestly never know. And I think also if you, I feel like that's how you sort of like, I don't know, in a way, like, kind of, like, home a community, right? You just kind of, like, talk about what's on your mind. And not every single message is going to resonate, but you never know. But just never stop being you. And when you have that feeling, just share it. Um, and you just never know when things like that are going to stick and when people sort of be- feel like they have become your online friend. You know what I mean? That kind of moment. Totally. So. Yeah. And I love that you said that not every message is going to resonate because mm-hmm. I think that's something we all have to remember a little bit more. And that can be hard when you're trying to appeal to such a wide array of people. But it's like even a brand, like whether you're a brand, you're a content creator, whatever you, even as a human, like it is impossible to appeal to everyone. Right. So it's like, the faster you get away from that and the faster you accept that it's so much more valuable to resonate with the people that are meant to hear your story rather than everyone because you're not going to appeal to everyone like it's just not going to happen and it's just like a brand like you're not uh, one single brand is not going to make every single person happy one single brand is not going to be everybody's cup of tea and that's okay that's why we have a million and one brands out there and I think as content creators you know Sometimes I doubt myself and I'm like, oh, but like, I feel like people won't like this. Or like, maybe, you know, when I talk about a certain subject, I'm like, oh, I know not everybody's going to like this subject. That's okay. That's not for everybody. This subject is for the people that have gone through it. And that's okay. And I think that's even just like a human thing to realize is that not everyone's going to like you. And that's okay because not everybody is meant to like you, right? Like it's, it's, it's so much, I think when you are truly yourself and when you share the things that you truly love and the things that make you happy, the things that you find inspiring, whatever, the more that you do that, the more that you're going to find the people that actually like that too. And like, wouldn't you rather do that than 
You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I wanted to ask you what, you know, working in this industry is hard because it is so tied to numbers, right? So like, especially on a content creator side, like it is so tied to numbers when you're working with a brand, you have the insights, you have your followers like that. A lot of the time will determine the rate that you get and the budget, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So can you talk to me about just like the mental slash emotional aspect of like working so closely with numbers? Like how Mm -hmm. do you navigate this or what do you, what advice do you have to navigating it? Right. Well, that's a heavy question. (laughs) I know. Um, I know. It's very it's, real. You know? It's very real, definitely. Um, I think you know, for a long time, I mean, something I still struggle with. I haven't. I don't have like a perfect formula on how to like not feel stressed or anxious about it. But I think yeah. end of the day, like at night, I feel like long as I've given my all, you know, every single project that I take on, I always try to give my hundred percent. Right. So there's only so much I can do, and I think in the yeah. beginning. I would like beat myself up about it. I was like, oh my God, like, what did I do? Like, or like, I'm not like good enough sometimes, you know? But then I think over time you learn that sometimes like when you have given your all, when things, certain things are just out of your control. Cause once you make that yeah. post, it's really up to your audience how well they register with the content, right? I mean, you could definitely like look at insights and see what that could up contents or your like top, um, uh, uh, performers but even that sometimes not like a guarantee so I think one thing that I learned is that like when something is within my control what can I do to make this the the best work right and when things are out of my control that's when I need to sort of like take a step back and breathe and um and you know have you know just end of the day like not everything's going to go our way so no totally and sometimes it's even just up to the algorithm and sometimes it's different it's so many external things sometimes that it's tough yeah for sure and on the same on the same on that same oh sorry we're gonna say something I'll say like also don't let your I think what's so important I think sometimes it can be so mentally uh, crippling because you tie your self-worth to right to to the numbers which like in a way like end of the day um Yes, they are important, but you're more than just that. You know, we have our personal life outside of social too. That doesn't yes. mean that we're like, let's say, a bad daughter, a bad friend, right? It's yes. just, um, it's just a, 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 a small aspect of our of our life and a, a part of our career. So I think just don't internalize it to in a way where it's affecting your self esteem and self worth because we're we're so so much more. I love that because that ultimately goes back to like your and this is just what I think like I love working I makes me happy I it's a huge part of my life but I don't want that to be my identity right like I don't want my work to be my identity because I think our identity is so much more than that it's your heart how you treat people the relationships you have the friendship everything like it's so many things right and so I love that you touched on the self-worth part because it can be hard sometimes to navigate that. And it's, it, I think, I think when you're putting yourself out online and whenever, or wherever, or in any situation that you're dealing with numbers or whatever it may be, I think it's just important to realize and remind yourself that you're more than your job. You're more than numbers. You're more than how many followers you have at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. Like, 
that doesn't matter, you know, like, yes, it matters to an extent and to and in, in certain capacities, but not in every area. So I love that you like said that. And also wanted to ask you for what, what do you say to what advice do you have for content creators that want to start working with brands, but you know, maybe they're, they are kind of at that point where they're like maybe 3k 4k like like getting momentum and like they want to start reaching out to brands but aren't sure how like what are any like tips that you would give them I would say honestly just be build like a strong heart right I would say I like especially starting out I have messaged a bunch of like brands right you just never know if you only message let's say like obviously first of all you the uh, brands always like pick people that um share the same value and have this sort of alignment right so it's important to know that when you're curating or when you're compiling that list of brands like ask yourself why you want to work with them right um why would a brand benefit from working with you and vice versa because i think you want to start off building you know especially when when your page is it's new when brands look at your page they um they they want to definitely like i think they're more I say in terms of like analyzing your page are a bit more critical sometimes because your page is still quite new so I think understanding that right. the type of value that you're able to bring to the brand especially as a, um, when you're first starting out and then I would yeah. say once um, that's established just don't be afraid to like reach out to people and knowing that it's totally normal and I feel like it's something that happens on um like a regular basis you know there are always going to be people who are saying yes and there are always going to be people saying no but if you only reach out to let's say like five brands and um and you it's just like something that you just have to like sort of like keep going and um yeah, I would say don't be afraid to reach out to a lot of brands and when you're pitching yourself, um, establish, I think also it's beneficial to establish what you're able to offer, why they will benefit from working uh, with you instead of just also personalize your email. I think really about that personal touch. Um, don't have something generic like, hey, let's collab. Like, what does that mean? That can be so broad or like, you know. I When I get the message in my email, that's like, hi dear and I'm like oh god (laughs) you know like not even my name it's like you can at least put my name exactly and you you definitely want to show your personality like you automate you don't want something to seem automated like you have sent that to like 500 other brands and that's going to be automatically a turn off so definitely be as personable you know if there is like a certain moment when you fell in love with the brand like talk about that you know share share your own personal connection with the brand um and then talk about even like the direction of let's say if you want to work with a slow fashion brand right talk about your page perhaps is dedicated to slow fashion and this is something that you're you're passionate about building it's part of your uh, platform's mission right and then obviously with slow fashion brands i think they would be more interested in working with you because there's already this established connection and alignment so right i think alignment is huge i think it has to make sense for everyone for both parties involved it has to make sense at the end of the day we live in a we live in a capitalist society right it has to make sense there has to be a return on investment the brand has to benefit from some way and I think I have seen great results from showing not even showing but telling a brand how exactly I would create a story with their product and streamlining the process so simply for them 
that it makes it hard for them to say no. And what I mean by that is like, I honestly don't do that much outreach. I feel like I need to do more of it, but I've just, I've been focusing on other things, but I, whenever I have done it, I just have made it so simple for them, like break it down so simply for them. I'm not saying write them a novel. Nobody wants to read a novel, but like break it down so simply and tell them exactly what you're going to do. Like what is the content that you're envisioning that you are going to create with that product? How are you going to show it on your feed? you know, literally write it out for them so simply, like, do the work for them in a way, you know, so it's like, oh, boom, love that vision, she's got, literally has it all planned out, (laughs) it's aligned with me, with our brand, boom. No, for sure. And I think also a big one is, if you don't ask, the answer will always be no, Mm -hmm. and this applies to life, like, if you don't ask, it's always going to be a no, so you might get a ton of no's at the beginning or whenever, but just remind yourself that it might be in it might not be a no it might be a not yet you might need to grow a little bit more the brand might want you know to see a little bit more from you before they say yes who it doesn't matter it's okay i don't take no's personally anymore when it comes to um business because i just firmly believe like if something's meant to work out it's going to work out and if it's not working out right now then it's not it's not meant to happen right now and so i just keep working and 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 that's it so i just think that we're often scared of rejection which is normal who wants to be rejected nobody um but i think that the more opportunities that you put yourself out there for i mean you're increasing your chances of working with brands so i think i love your advice so much like personalize everything make sure it's aligned you know streamline it as much as you can streamline that email or that dm as much as you can and and make sure it makes sense and don't be scared of hearing no because that's okay if you hear no you know my last question for you is we are on the unwinding podcast so how do you unwind how do you you know let loose after a long day of work what do you like to do for self-care what's a self-care night for you lately I think for me, I love movies. I'm a, I love watching um, like even old films. I think Alf, uh, Alfred Hitchcock is one of my favorite. Um, like, oh my God, I love So that. I think just watching long movies and sometimes like I don't want to be thinking. I think for me when I unwind, it's Same. like completely notifications <laughs> off yeah. and just have a glass of wine and like me time I think I really learned to celebrate like um just being alone even because I feel like I love that with our jaw we're always connected to something <laughs> so. and it, it's people don't realize that even though you're I believe this even though you're on a phone that's still like an exchange of energy like you're still like speaking to people you're still connected to people you're still I know it's not like you're in person with all these people that you're talking to but like it's you're still like giving a lot of yourself and your energy like it's still I feel drained after every single day but in a good way like in a good way you know what I'm saying like I'm doing something I love but like I'm tired like I'm fucking tired right right because I think you are proud of your output and you know there's a tension that goes into just that output um so right. I think people don't realize somehow exhausting it can be sometimes when you're constantly yeah. brainstorming <laughs> ideas yeah. coming up because when oh you gosh, do it yeah. you 
I, I just really admire people who are constantly on and constantly, it's giving, you know, you want to offer advice, you want to share your day to day. So you're constantly, you're, you're a giver. I feel like this job is like meant for givers. You're constantly giving and offering something. Um, so yeah, that's such a cool way of saying it. I've never heard it that way, um, but it's true. Yeah, so I think for me, it's honestly super simple. Like, me time, I love watching long movies. Um, recently, I saw Cruella. That was a pretty long one that I saw. I want to watch it. You should. It's really good. <laughs> I really I've heard it people love it. Yeah. I need yeah. to watch it. It's it's a really good movie. Um, and I would say just I love it when I don't have to wake up with an alarm. Because I feel like oh, for so yes. many years, I... Yeah, I think now that I have, like, a good routine, I kind of, like, wake up. I, um, you know, just making sure you get enough sleep. And sometimes yeah. you need nights where you just don't want to think about anything and notification, do not disturb. Um, for me, honestly, it's quite quite simple because I feel like we have so much going on in our actual work life. So whenever we get, like, a quiet, peaceful moment, that's, like, something that I really embrace a lot. I love that so much. I love this episode so much. I you are it. amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my god. If I come to New York soon, I'm going to call you. Can so you please? Go get wine. Oh my god. I would yes. love, love that. Please hit me <laughs> up. I think um, I'm going to come soon. I will. Wait. I will. Okay, awesome. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to share this. Wait, where can people find you? Sorry, I forgot to ask. Oh, people can find me on Yumi. It's spelled S-H-E-S-Y-O-U-M-E on Instagram. Everything so. will be tagged, too. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you Thank so, you much, so much, much for having me. I have so much fun. Um, and I'm, this is like my very first podcast, and I'm so happy it's with you because I feel like we haven't met in person, but you're super like personable, and I feel like you're someone that I could Thank just you. DM and you make me so super comfortable i can pour my heart out and just share whatever so uh, thank you so much for making you. this experience magical i really appreciate it please come <laughs> back whenever you want thank okay you. round two whenever Woo! you want all right thank you so Have much a lovely day. thank you again bye Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.